I am getting more and more fascinated by the investigations of the Russian probe. This is going to be a phenomenal new discovery coming out. It shouldn't be new, but nevertheless, an investigation is going to be coming out in the next few days. And I'm speaking now. It's June 5th, 2019. Uh, basically revealing a big expose is about to come out about what Clinton did, Hillary Clinton in particular, um, what the uh, Hunter Biden did with U U Ukraine, uh, all the crap that was done uh, by Hillary Clinton, generally speaking, and of course the FISA warrant and the Steele dossier and all the shenanigans that were pulled off in order to justify this Russian probe, fake warrants, uh, it's it's so breathtaking, the hubris that these people had, this sense of entitlement that they had to do what they did. And, of course, the Democrats want to only talk about obstruction as though that were the central issue. Trump's obstruction on a, uh, a alleged obstruction on a crime that never happened. So how he would obstruct, you know, to avoid being caught on a crime that didn't happen is beyond me, but that's, you know, who, who am I? I've got my puny little brain in, in, in gear here. I, I've got to, I got to think that the Democrats, of course, are terrified of this. They should be terrified about it. But they figure, look, as long as we don't talk about it, as long as we somehow, you know, control the issue uh, as one being about obstruction, then it doesn't matter what we did. We could have murdered, uh, you know, 15 people of our, of our opposing party. And, uh, you know, as long as MSNBC, CNN, and, and the New York Times and so forth don't talk about it, well, then no big whoop. We get away with it. And then we get to say when, when the Republicans do bring it up, well, I don't hear about it on the news, and therefore it's not happening. It's a little bit like that uh, the movie Working Girl, uh, but I don't even need to give that example. You know, a, a woman comes back from work. She sees her husband or her boyfriend straddling uh, another woman, um, and they're both naked. And then she says, oh, my God, this is what, I can't believe this is happening. I, you, I trusted you, you're, uh, you. You pig and, and all those terrible things. And then, uh, you know, the man shoes his mistress away, and he uh, buttons up, and he puts his clothes back on. And then he says to his, uh, his wife, hi, honey, how was your day? <laughs> and she says, well, can, we, can we talk about what, what I just saw here? What do you mean, sweetie? What, 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 are, what are you talking about? Uh, I just saw you with another woman. You did? No, you didn't. I, I think you're, you must be going a little cuckoo there. Are, are, you, are you okay, sweetheart? Are you stressed today? Did you have a bad day? Let's get some wine. <laughs> no, I, but you were, don't try to fool me. Sweetie, come on. Let's, let's talk. You know what? I, and by the way, I don't like what you did the other day. You did not clean up uh, the, the house at all. You left this a mess, and the, I had to take care of this whole apartment. And I just, I really don't appreciate that. But I, 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 I but that, that woman, sweetie, let, that we're talking about the apartment now and how, what, a, what a mess you left it in. Okay, let's focus. That's what's happening now. That's exactly what's happening with the Democrats and the obstruction claim that they now, they now assert against Trump. That's it. Right? Do you, am I saying it correctly? Don't you think? Yeah. Exactly right, Exactly right. right. And it's that all the, and then when it does come up, Ben Smith does Ben Smithing, as John Nolte writes, where he right. goes either, um, yeah, but we covered that. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. but that's an old story. Or, <laughs> oh, yeah, I love the old story. The, you know, <laughs> maybe, but it's time to move on. Yeah. It's so funny because it's always time to move on. So long as it's, of course, a Republican president uh, pursuing a, uh, a Democrat president or, or for just anything, any Democrat president or any Democrat administrator or. Or, uh, or any Democrat scandal. Yeah, any, any scandal whatsoever. So long as it's no longer that administration, then it's old news. It's not even relevant anymore. I mean, it's, you might as well talk about, I don't know, the, the, the Teapot Dome scandal, you know, from so many decades, you know, a century ago. I, that's why you're talking about that. It's, it's old news. Yeah, and it's what it's, Hillary did in Benghazi when she said, uh, what difference does it make? Right. Remember, Benghazi happened in 2012. Yeah. Her testimony mm -hmm. was in January of 2013. Right. Three months later, and yeah. she's already doing the, it's old news. Yeah. What difference does it make? Right. 
Well, she, yeah, she was trying to... Little did it. we know that yeah. uh, the difference is we don't want to uh, let anyone know. I've been handling classified documents in an unsecured email server, and I just got a whole bunch of CIA agents murdered. <laughs> Other than well, that... it's the brilliance of their tactic is to... I mean, they, they have this... It must be well orchestrated because there's no way they don't know that this is coming down the pike, that this investigation is going to be haunting them and hunting them down soon enough. And so they've got to, you know, get ahead of that game. And the best way to get ahead of, the, of that game is to uh, accuse the other side, here the Republicans, of some sort of nefarious uh, behavior, particularly uh, the obstruction claim. And so that's the best way to avoid it. And then, then when we do present it, they'll say, ah, what a Me Too investigation, right? Yeah. You guys are just trying to, to level the playing field. Right. We see through your BS, Republicans. That's, what the, that's, that's all they're setting it up for. Yeah, and it's very important that our side does not look at the media as a separate entity than the Democrat Party, okay? The media works hand in hand in them. The media helps the narrative move along. They're enablers, yeah. So the media is there, not even enablers. An enabler would be a separate entity. It's the same entity. That's right. what I think we have to get our head around because why does, uh, you know, let's just say uh, the worst scandal in the world kind of thing, which is happening. It's an attempted coup d'etat. Okay, right. it is. Why doesn't it get any coverage like, say, Watergate? Right. Of course. Watergate is called by the media coup d'etat, and it was just, you know, some stupid guys broke into a stupid thing, and then a president decided to cover up, up while making tapes of himself covering it up. Right. It was <laughs> okay. bizarre. It's bizarre. And that's tre treated as the greatest scandal that they, the, was that the standard by which all scandals shall be compared from right. this day forward. Never mind that this is far worse. This is a hundred times worse. Yeah. Uh, what we're experiencing now. This is actually using the judicial system, faking documents for the purpose of justifying spying on a presidential candidate. I mean, yes. it's beyond, it's mind blowing, and nobody wants to talk about it among the Democrats. This is old news. This is old news. What, what a convenient thing to do. Well, if it's old news, then why can't Trump say, you know, by the way, this Russian investigation is old news, especially since it, it entered in my favor, right? There's no collusion. And to the extent that you claim obstruction, well, that's old news too. So, but, but when it's, that, there's no old news when it comes to the Republicans. That's, that's the idea. All right. Would you please, Ari, tell us about what we can expect in terms of what is going to come out in this investigation? Um, what, what's going to come out is that uh, two basic parallel tracks. The first is that the Obama administration was full of people who were lying and using FISA courts to essentially impede the peaceful transfer of power in a coming election. No, I, I know what happened. Okay, that's, You're that's the big the first, picture. But that's the first thing that will come out. Right. The second thing that will come out is that high-ranking FBI agents somehow assign themselves huge responsibilities on all of these investigations. That's the second thing that will come out, and that it will all the roads will lead eventually to Barack Obama. There's no way of getting around it. And then the third can, thing... Can we just say Obama, please? Obama. Thank you. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry, Barack. Okay. Bar I want, Barack Lurie. I, I, I want the name Barack to only be associated no. with Barack Lurie, good guy, and not Obama. Okay, Barry Obama. Barry. That's fine. Okay. Zero gay Barry Obama. <laughs> oh, That's, oh, my God. Sorry. Uh, the, 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 the opinions of R.A. David are not necessarily the opinions... Of Barack Lurie. Thank you. Go on. Yes, that is true. And and Barack, uh, okay. The third thing, and this is the big thing, is that NSA assets, the domestic spying, was done on private citizens. And so these tools, these massive tools of surveillance that were there to be used against terrorists, and then the secret courts that were formed to be used against terrorists were used for political purposes to keep the transfer of power right. in America from going in the direction and, Democrats didn't want it to go. And the reason why, the reason why they used the FISA courts is because the FISA court standard is much more secretive, for one thing, and also much more loose uh, in order to obtain a warrant. So go ahead. Yeah, and the, the FISA courts... Um, I'm I, I just wondering, in, in, let's just say, as you 
use this term a lot on your commercials. Let's just say there's an issue in a court case with a uh, promissory note, right? And you decide to march into court, L.A. Superior Court, for instance. I'm I'm talking as a a lay person who's not a lawyer, so excuse my... uh, Our listeners are waiting for you to get to the point. Excuse my loose language on this. Let's just say you present fake evidence on a promissory note case. And it's found out by the court, the judge, everyone else. What happens to you? I get thrown in jail. You do? Oh, yeah. Thrown in jail. Yeah. For, not, not Forging documents right. for the purpose of manipulating a court. I mean, there's so many different causes of action, so many different um, claims, com- sorry, uh, 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 charges against you for doing that. It's not just forging documents. It's also manipulating the court system. Go ahead. Abusive process. Right. So, so the point is yeah. it's jail yeah. for you yeah. in a civil case in which the dispute is about money. Not Okay. Now let's take you it to another level. You can do something in a civil case yeah. that will put you in jail. Okay. That's now right. let's take it to another level. Let's take it to the criminal court. Right. Let's, just say, let's just say you're defending OJ or you're prosecuting OJ. <clears throat> in this case, let's make the example you're prosecuting OJ. Now let's just say – for argument's sake, that you do what Johnny Rotten, Martin Luther Cochran accused the LAPD of doing, and you planted, knowingly planted blood evidence at the scene to frame poor little OJ. Right, okay. While he's off trying to find the real killer, and he gets convicted for it. What happens to you if that's found out? You will go to jail. Right, okay. So why wouldn't these people go to jail for lying to a FISA court? I, I'm with you. Like, I, I, holy you-know-what. Yeah. Yep. No. Holy sidewalk covering of San Francisco, Batman. <laughs> right. I, I, you know, I do not understand how, if you are a Democrat, how you do not jump and holler. And, you know, by the way, there are quite a few Democrats who are jumping and hollering about exactly this, saying, listen— I'm a Democrat through and through, but what happened here with the FISA court, that, that dog don't hunt with me, and this is pretty awful, and we need to you know, you know, weed these people out. These guys are bad people, and they don't speak for me. Let's go back to the true Democrat uh, roots of what we value, whatever that might be. Uh, but, but by and large, you know, on Facebook and otherwise, you, cannot, you do not see people saying what happened was really evil. What happened was far worse than Watergate. Look, you know, the advantage that you and I have, Ari, is that we were both former Democrats. And you being much more extreme uh, in your liberal, uh, your lefty attitude uh, than I was. But I was still a Democrat and uh, very much identified with the Democrat Party. And I know how I would react had this happened while, while I was a Democrat. I would say exactly what I just did, which is... I can't believe that's happening. That is super wrong. Um, we got to do something about that. We got to weed these people out, so to speak, right? And then you're giving us a bad name. That's what I would say. In the same way that you and I, uh, to the extent that it applies, but uh, when a Jew does something bad, and even, let's say, even an Orthodox Jew, God forbid, uh, does something that defrauds you know, thousands of people or something, Bernie Madoff was not an Orthodox Jew, but nevertheless, you know something shameful. Uh, we wouldn't say we wouldn't defend him merely because he's a Jew. No, if there was, let's just take the Catholic Church constitution. <laughs> no, 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 if wait, there wait, was wait. a rabbi molesting kids yes. or dealing drugs, we would say that guy needs to go to jail. Right. Yeah. I don't care what his background is. Exactly right. So the fact that I'm Jewish doesn't mean that I automatically come to the rescue and That's defend right. this, uh, you know, that that proverbial rabbi that you just talked about, or Bernie Madoff for that matter, or anybody. Who just because he's Jewish, it's it, it would be obscene. It would be tribal, um, it, and it's wrong. Okay, you you need to fight evil wherever it is, and if it happens to be within your own camp, well, by golly, as I often say, you do something about it. If I were to find out that one of my family members was was engaging in something you know horrific, and I, I don't don't need to give examples, uh, I, I would call them out, and to the extent that I felt they were dangerous to society. I would I would report them to the police. There have been more a few, more or less a few cases where parents turn in their children for doing horrific things. I know to their credit that the sons of Bernie Madoff turned in their father, uh, as they should have. Right, relatives of Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, turned him in. Yeah, that, that's honorable. That's and, honorable. And the same is true in the inverse. So, if a guy 
is Muslim or a Democrat and he's accused of a crime and I think he's being framed and it turns out he's being treated like the Duke lacrosse kids or the Covington kids, we right. come to that person's defense, no matter how different from us. Because justice matters, not our tribalism. Exactly right. And the other thing is, by being ex-Democrats, we know how this game is played and we also see it from their perspective. So we damn well know... If our, our fellow Democrats are only listening to the New York Times or Rachel Maddow or Chris Matthews or whoever... Why do you we, say if? We, of course they are. Go ahead. I'm saying when they do, if they do, we understand that that's one of the reasons why they're stuck in that mental prison. And it's for Democrats who have an open mind enough to listen to new pieces of information from new sources or have an open mind that... They might not be getting the complete picture from their chosen media outlets, that that's one of the reasons why they stay in that austere zone of, of collective ignorance. Right. At what point do you Democrats say, that's too much? I can't, I can't abide anymore, right? I mean, it was one thing when you said, well, you know, the Benghazi thing, you know, that was, it was a, a question of the video, Okay. And you said, well, it's not a big deal. Yes, uh, it's, it's bad that four uh, Americans died and such like that. It could have been, been handled better. But, uh, you know, I don't know that they did anything nefarious, uh, Clinton or Obama. Um, you know, you, you kind of let that slide. Um, and then when it came to the emails, she just, you, you know that she destroyed 33,000 emails. Um, and you said, well, that's not a big deal. You know, that doesn't really mean anything. That's just a Republican talking point. You let that slide. Right. And then uh, you, you went ahead and you w had no problem with uh, the sale of, what is it, one-third or 20% 20, 20 of her uranium, uranium to, Russia. to Russia. And you let that slide, saying, well, you know, she just signed off on it. It wasn't her idea. Yeah, you know? countries trade stuff. Yeah, isn't no that, big, no big isn't that the free market you love? Right. Right? You let that slide. Yeah. Then, then you heard about how in the Clinton Foundation that they were not doing anything charitable or just did like 1% of charity and 99%, you know, just lining their own pockets. Uh, and you, you said, you know, but at least they're doing charity. So you let that slide. Yeah, at least 1% of the money goes to the Haitians <laughs> who need it, right. right? And they showed a building yeah. to that effect, right? And then you let that slide. And then you, you, you heard that they were getting $250,000, $500,000 a pop to speak at these various third world countries. Uh, and learning that there was a, a pay-for-play sort of aspect to it. And you kind of question that, but you still, you let that slide. Okay. Then, then, and there are many things in between, by the way, but I'm just giving the highlights here. Then you heard about the FISA warrant, the, 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 the dossier that they fabricated. Now, you know that they fabricated by, a, uh, what's his name, Steele? Christopher yeah. Steele? Uh, tr truly fabricated and paid off by the DNC, okay, where... They lied first and they said that there was somehow the Heritage Foundation had done that, which is a conservative enterprise, that somehow was done by one of the other Republicans when they were trying to find bad stuff on Trump. Well, that was a lie. You found that out and you let that slide. Okay. Then, <laughs> then you learned that, in fact, it was the DNC who had fabricated this and you let that slide. Then you found out that it was used for the purpose of justifying a warrant with the FISA court so that they can survey, yes, spy on the presidential campaign. And you let that slide saying, well, it wasn't on Trump himself. It was on, upon this guy named Page. Page and Papadopoulos and yeah. this guy and that yeah, so, guy. So no big It just happened to be, because once you, and this is an important thing just to be reminded of, that once you get a warrant, let's just say on Barack Lurie, then all the communications, because you had a communication with Ari David, then all of Ari David's uh, communications fall under the umbrella right. of the Brock <laughs> Lurie. Right, exactly right. You know? Unless there's attorney-client privilege, which is another issue. But you're right. right. You, got the, you got the concept exactly so. And, and they let that slide. I, I, at what point... And these are the ACLU types. Where right, yeah, exactly. It's always about uh, government slippery slopes and overreach and abortion restriction yeah. kind where, of people, where was the right? ACLU? But my point is, at what point do you say, okay, I'm not going to let this slide. Yeah. This is wrong. I mean, do you have to have a picture of, of Hillary Clinton actually killing somebody <laughs> with a gun? No, not even a picture, a video of it and laughing about it and announcing, I hereby 
freely admit that I'm now killing this person that you're about to see me kill. Yeah, I'm, I'm murdering, and this is speculative, but just imagine. Okay, you now have a video of her murdering Vince Foster, murdering Seth Rich, murdering this guy, murdering that guy. Right. And I'm not, I'm not saying she murdered them. That's speculative. But I'm just saying, if you saw a video of her actually murdering them, is that finally enough for you to conclude she's like OJ and a murderer? <laughs> and then I think they would finally, you know, they would look at each other first and say, "Well, what do you think? You know, I, do you think that would be uh, you know, something that we would, yeah, we, would the New York we would tell us? We would, we would disagree with. What do you think? Yes, you would. Yeah. You would disagree. You would also find that uh, not not so nice. Yes. Okay. Yes, we would find it not so nice, Mr. Lurie. Yes, we agree that that would be a bad thing. And and they would reconfirm with nodding heads to the others that are in their midst. Right. That's that's what it is. I mean, but I don't get it, guys. I mean, it's it's just. Part of, part of the fascination with all this is that it's happening, of course, yes. right? The, the hubris that the Democrats have it. And then the other fascination, and maybe, I think maybe even more fascinating, Ari, is that the, the Democratic faithful are going along with this, and they're making excuses for all this. What the frig? What, why can't you stand up and say this is, this is a red line beyond which I think it's totally unacceptable? I'm not asking you to convert to republicanism, to conservatism. I get that. I, I'm just asking you to nix these people out, to cast them out, to exile them, and at least in your own mind, saying, we've got great people. I love uh, Evan Bayh. I, I happen to think that you know, he was an honest, uh, he was a decent Democrat. I like that guy from West Virginia. What's his name? Um, um, Manchin, Joe yeah, Manchin, Manchin, the senator from the, you know, the moderates and so on. You know, I like those guys; they're, they're solid. I even like Joe Biden. I don't care what you know. You can name them because Joe Biden has yet to be found in a criminal uh, context. China, China, China. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> don't worry. China. But let's say fingering kids, fingering kids, fingering. Kids. Oh, stop, Jeez Louise! <laughs> All right, I don't know what to say. Sorry, that was my subconscious. Uh, yeah, I know. okay. Noise. Anyway, look. The point is that there are plenty of Democrats out there that have not yet been convicted of crimes and hopefully won't ever be convicted of crimes. And, and I would hope, and I believe that this is true, that the majority of them have not been convicted of crimes. But yet you, 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 you support these people who have clearly committed crimes. It's, it's not, you know, what, what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for somebody actually to, to report and convict? I mean, like, like, like the OJ case. Did you really have to wait for the civil case, at least in, in Santa Monica, to tell you that he, he killed those two people? I mean, it was obvious that he killed it. And, and it's not enough to say, well, you've got to, you know, I mean, look, I agree. You can't send somebody to, to prison without a trial. Got it. Okay. I'm, yeah, but I'm can a lawyer. I admit here that this was just a reverse Emmett Till and some jury nullification might have taken place yeah, of course. at the downtown LA courtroom with a majority black jury yeah. who had a political axe to grind with the racist LAPD. Yeah, but put it, putting you know. aside the actual result, I'm simply yeah. saying that we all know that he did it. He knows that he did it. He wrote a book that he did it and everything else, okay? <laughs> it's, it's not, it, and he's not looking for the real killers, all those things. And, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. So, so. Well, we know, and, and you have to go through the process. But don't let's not let's not pretend among our, among us girls, so to speak. Let's let's not pretend that he didn't do it until we get a result for that. The, the investigation, the, the things that we now know for a fact are the 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 uh, Christian Steele Christopher Steele dossier was faked. It was faked for the purpose of getting a FISA warrant, and that the Trump campaign was spied upon. Yeah, and you cannot one. you cannot. Right. Deny those facts, and, it, and, and nobody is. By the way, the New York Times is not saying, "Well, that's a bunch of hooey." Nobody's ever so. You know that, my Democrat friends, my listeners who are Democrats here, you know that for a fact, okay? And yet you have to wait until an investigation comes and, and says that stuff is bad. Really, you have to wait for that. I mean, if you had a video of of exactly what I just said with Clinton, you know, killing a certain people, do you have to wait for? And, and you literally had it, and it's been broadcast everywhere, and she admits, admits it. Do you have to wait till a judge finds her guilty of that to say, hey, I think that was bad? Really? I mean, okay, so, so here we are. Yeah, but the group thing is the that strong. Yes, they that, do. It is the group thing, and I think that's the point. I'm, I'm being rhetorical. Yeah. So the investigation is going to come out. Uh, we'll say those things that we just mentioned. At the very least, there pro probably will be other things that have not been released. Right, so you know, I'm looking forward to the investigation, not because I want to get at you know uh, the Democrat Party or to get at Clinton. 
uh, or get it, Obama. No, 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 no. I just want justice. You just want the truth. I want the truth. truth. Justice the American way. And also, if you look at the Democrats, take it out of the political sphere with candidates. Look how consistent this is. They damn well knew Officer Wilson didn't shoot Big Baby Brown. Right. Didn't matter. They damn well knew that George Zimmerman was defending himself. Didn't matter. It was all about Trayvon in the hoodie. Right? right. Didn't matter that the Covington kids didn't do Jack Diddley or squat or the, or a San Francisco sidewalk covering to that fake Indian who's right. drum beating in their face. Didn't matter. It damn well they damn well knew Jussie lied. Right. Didn't matter. It didn't matter. They damn well know Kim Fox is covering up for Jesse Lyon. They damn well knew Stacey Abrams lost in Georgia. Doesn't matter. Right. It's they're, they're they, they also damn well knew that Trump didn't mean that uh, when he said very fine people that it was about the KKK or white supremacists. He didn't. He didn't say that at all. It's all about the statues. They damn well knew to use your phrase uh, that that was exactly the case. So. They damn well knew when he said, oh, Russia, do you happen to have any of Hillary's emails? Just wondering that he was joking. Right. Okay? Now, a good joke has a bit of truth in it, yes, but he wasn't literally asking them. And this, this is the classic thing um, uh, where they take Trump literally but not seriously. So when he was referring to Meghan Markle saying something nasty about him and he said, yeah, she said something nasty about me. Oh, my God, he called her nasty. Oh, no, he I did. See, yeah. He was yeah. talking about the substance of her, right. of what she her said words about are nasty. him. Yeah. yeah, and and it's like every time they they require groupthink to validate one of them, so they can finally think something. You know, <laughs> do we think <laughs> this? Do we think this? Yeah. Oh, do New York Times and now? Okay, we can go forward now. <laughs> right. Well, it's funny that you say that because I remember a a, a close friend of mine. Uh, when the Kilo decision came out, this is a, a decision about eminent domain, and it allowed. Uh, the government to to sell or to, to force the purchase of a whole shopping center to this uh, organization. I think it was Kilo, and, uh, and and that was weird. It was wrong. Everything about it was wrong. And I remember my Democrat friends said because I said, "Don't you think this is terrible?" And I, I didn't even want to politicize it. I didn't necessarily think it was only a political issue. And then he said. Let me ask my Democrat friends and see where we stand on this issue. See where we stand. Yeah. So they, they they literally were turning their head, just like you're describing. What do we think about this? That's a good example of it. Um, and so when things are not obvious, like, for example, the abortion stuff, right, where they clearly want abortion on demand uh, up to the time of up birth and, and beyond. Up to 17 now, based on <laughs> yeah. that story we saw yesterday. Okay. So let, let, let's not get confused, Ari. <laughs> right. Let's bring, come, come back, Ari. <laughs> so they... they, they, they you know, unless it's really obvious, where they know what the obvious position is, such as uh, you know voter ID, for example. Now that you know that's racist. So okay, yeah, sure. Well, we believe it because it's you know it's racism. Um, then they will ask around instead of having their own independent thought about the issue. So the Kilo decision was such a good example of what I'm talking about. Anyway, what 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 I find equally fascinating is how the Democrats how. Lefties in particular will love to not just ignore history, it's that they are willing to disregard everything that happened in the past on that particular issue. So, for, what do I mean by that? I mean, for example, oh my God, you're right. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, socialism, this is an easy one to just start off with. So, you could show them, you know, all the time that. Socialism doesn't work. It's, it's not only does it not work; it's been horrific, and led to the starvation of people at best, uh, if not the utter annihilation of people. At okay? worst. At worst. Yeah. So, and, and you know, it, take take your choose your poison. You know, somewhere on that spectrum, because I know they like that word spectrum so much. So choose somewhere on that spectrum where you think you'd like to lie vis-a-vis -vis socialism. Yeah, somewhere between Sweden and Cambodia. Right. Somewhere yeah, between somewhere. there. <laughs> yeah. No, but Sweden is not even the, the socialist country know, that they claim it to be. You know, you get my point. I know? do. I, I do get your point, but it's yeah. not But it's not on the spectrum. That's the point. So right. uh, my, my, what I'm saying is that they just don't even talk about it. It's it's the strangest thing. It's like uh, on my show yesterday that I, with uh, the great Joe Messina, it was really a pleasure uh, guest hosting for him. Uh, I was talking about this, the Democrat Party as though, you know, it's from that Saturday Night Live skit, you know. Hey, hey, you're Tony Randall, right? Yeah. Every time, I'll just kind of re, uh, revisit the skit. It's a very funny kind of skit, but it kept on repeating itself. So um, 
the character, um, what's his name? Tom Hanks. He plays some guy who has Mr. Short-Term Memory, right? Yes. So every time, uh, you know, t- there was a real Tony Randall comes in to a restroom, and the, the character, Mr. Short-Term Memory, says, hey, you're Tony Randall. And Tony Randall says, oh, yes, thanks very much. I, I, I'm glad you seem to enjoy my, uh, my work. He goes, oh, yeah, I really enjoyed your work. You were awesome. And the odd couple and otherwise. And then uh, he says, thanks. And then he pauses for a second. And he goes, hey, you're Tony Randall, <laughs> right? And then it says, Mr. Short-Term Memory, right? So, and it's like this constant mantra. The Democrats are Mr. Short-Term Memory. That's what they'll do. They they, they've erased all memory of socialism, and then they'll say, hey, we've got this great idea. It's called socialism. Uh, oh, excuse me? I, I, th- I thought we tried yeah. that many times, and it, was, it utterly failed many times. So feel free to jump in with other examples. I've got I've quite a few yeah, myself. Well, I have one comment very quickly on the socialism one, which is – and they always bring in socialism, and then they say it's to replace those tired old ideas of the past. Oh, I see. Right? Yeah, it's, it's a new And thing. they forget – that socialism is it's the tired old idea of yeah. the past. The example I want to bring up, though, yeah. is sexual harassment. Yeah. Okay, so the, let's go in the Wayback Machine to 1991 and Clarence Thomas, when sexual harassment was the very worst thing in the world. Right. Okay, very worst thing. Sexual harassment has to be addressed. Must do something about the workplace. Right? I just right. made that song up. Now let's did, I, did, I, did I ever say you have a beautiful voice? Oh, it's Ari? lovely. It's All lovely. Right. Now let's jump forward a couple years to tailhook. Remember the Navy? A tailhook is that thing a naval aircraft has that latches on to that wire running down the aircraft carrier so planes can land on ships, right? So there was this tailhook uh, event that the Navy has every year, and supposedly some drunk naval guys were harassing uh, female naval people. Okay, forget that. For the longest time, lefties had been warned. You know, only men should be in the military, but <laughs> they let women in, and then this happens. Okay, but let's just assume, stipulate that it happened as the lefties say. And knowing what we know about the New York Times and the media, that's probably not the case. But still, sexual harassment is still the worst thing ever. And uh, Clarence Thomas was 1991. Tailhook was either 95 or 96. All of that time, we had heard rumblings about Bill Clinton being a sexual harasser, though, with Jennifer Flowers, Paula Jones, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, but it was always suppressed. But then something incredible happened. Someone found a dress with some dry jizz on it, oh, right? And that turned out to be Bill Clinton's jizz. Suddenly, this is the exact example you're saying, suddenly sexual harassment was no longer a thing, right? The preceding commentary from Ari David should not have been listened to by younger viewers and listeners. Thank you. Jizz! 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 Okay, you've all been desensitized I said now. Pre- the, the preceding commentary. Now I have to say, again, the preceding commentary should not have been listened to by younger listeners. Thank you. Dried flaking jizz on a blue dress. All right, dress. stop! Oh my okay, God. Well, anyway, Jeez, the point is... Just like you're saying, suddenly sexual harassment was nothing. Suddenly, to quote Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam, he goes in front of an audience at a live concert and says, it's called consensual. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Forget that it wasn't consensual. Forget that it happened in a workplace. Forget that Lewinsky was one of, obviously, hundreds of Bill Clinton's victims. Suddenly, sexual harassment was no longer a thing for the Democrat Party and their media cohorts. Suddenly... Be Republicans being obsessed with other people's sex lives was right, right. So, so it they, was magic. Yeah, well, this kind of goes to our a podcast from a long time ago, where we we recognized that the Democrats only recognized evil in the past. Right, fascism bad. Mustache. Mustache. Oh, that, Mustache Hitler, right that Hitler guy, he sure was bad, right? Uh, and Stalin. You know what? Now we figure out, after the Soviet Union collapsed, of course, yeah, he was he was bad. Probably. Probably bad. I, you know what? He, I, I'm going to go for it. He was bad. And Mao was also bad, too. Yeah, they and, didn't and, do and socialism you, right. Right. And eugenics, that was bad. Bad. You know, that's right, bad. And slavery, that was bad. Uh, and the Jim Crow laws, that was bad. Right. But at that bad. time, the Democrats were all for all these things. Hitler was a very interesting and uh, dynamic character. Uh, Mussolini in particular, they had a total love affair with Mussolini. The whole progressive movement was was for that. The trains were, run on time. Tra- yeah, well, among many other things, too. Uh, and it was time to to be bold, to take government action. Wilson loved uh, Mussolini, and so did, so did, wait for it, 
Franklin Delano Roosevelt. He loved him. Oops. Uh, eugenics, same thing. Um, you know, and, and all the Democrat Party, the, the Democratic faithful, all supported these vicious programs and these racist programs uh, and and everything about it. Okay, so then of course they they recognized the evil in the past. That's that's the only kind of evil they could ever recognize. Now. Interestingly, they recognized that Bill Clinton was evil. Why? Because now he's sufficiently in the past, right? Now that the Harvey Weinstein situation has come up with so many others, now they realize, you know what, we probably can't get away with saying that, that what Bill Clinton did was okay. We can't do that anymore. So, well, but you know, but he's so far in the past. And Obama, you know, he's, he's the, the true standard now upon which we base all good things. Right, we've moved on. Right, we've moved on. Yeah. And now it'll take a long time for people to recognize how evil Obama was. And my friends, he was evil. Okay, he was the, the truly evil incarnate. And I'll explain in a moment, but maybe I'll elaborate. It's that a whole now. episode of explanation. It's a whole so episode. You could maybe. probably thumbnail sketch it, but we should but, note that that's a good episode to do. That would be a good episode. And now we may in the in the future. It'll take a long time for. Uh, history to recognize how evil he was, partly because he's black. And, you know, he got away with a lot of stuff, I think, because he was black, because any criticism of Obama meant that you were a racist, you see, right? And that's the real reason why anyone criticized him, because he was black. Right. right? I always, guess his policies, yeah, that's because you, you don't like it because he's black. Yeah, I always made sure that when I criticized Barack, a Barry, zero gay Barry Hussein Obama, that I only criticized his white half. Jeez. Oh, because remember, God. he's half white. You always have to say the have the fir- our first half white president. All right, so let me just again say <laughs> this the, is the, not- the opinions of Ari <laughs> David are not necessarily so the opinions of Brucklery or so- the Brucklery podcast, and should not have been construed as such. Never work with a lawyer. It's all disclaimers. Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> Fine, God. I'll sign the paperwork. <laughs> Get oh, it in writing. God. <laughs> Yes, there's proof of a contract. You know, why couldn't this be? Why couldn't you have said that at a time when we were just beginning this podcast many years ago, where only 20 people listened to the podcast? Now we have, I mean, hundreds and hundreds and maybe thousands listening to it. And now you have to say this, these offensive things that'll get me in trouble? <laughs> I'm giving something they can use. I'm getting you on the front page of the New they York Times. They can handle that Here's truth. the headline That evil lawyer Barack Lurie, based on the border of Santa Monica and West LA, oh, California. God. Business and real estate law. Here's his phone number. There's his address. Call him if you have a business or real estate dispute. Um, oh, thank God he didn't say dispute, right. just dispute. a dispute. <laughs> dispute. <laughs> we don't handle any disputes. <laughs> just disputes, folks. All right. So getting back to the to the the main issue at hand, which is about about how the, the Democrats don't recognize uh, evil until it's in the way back machine, as you like to say. And I think you're right. Uh, but they also have this it's, – it's very funny. They, they just chop off any notion of history as well on any particular issue. So a, a great example is abortion. Okay. You remember in the Wayback Machine and, – and unfortunately, I, I, I got to say it's not the Wayback Machine. It's in the back machine, sure. <laughs> but I'm talking only about a couple of years ago where the abortion debate was still going on as it always is. And we say to, you know, you, you had your Democrat friends and you say, and they, they'll all jump in and say very affirmatively, very confidently, and very, with, with great morality, you know, we're certainly against abortion after the three months, the first trimester. That's just, that, that is gross, that is wrong, it's immoral, right? So they, they want you to know how moral they are because they have, a, you know, there's a, there's a litmus test for them. And then, of course, you get these uh, laws coming out of New York, Virginia, and uh, Vermont, and Illinois, and now California. Uh, by the way, California, I'm going to talk about that in a moment, but nevertheless, uh, these are all laws that basically allow a woman to have an abortion up to the date of birth. And then, you know, you, you point this out to them, and they say, well, that's okay. And suddenly, they, to- they totally forgot their own history, their own statements. Their own standards. And their own standards. And we ask, you know, like, okay, well... Well, they say, well, it's for the health of the mother. Then we're okay. And I said, well, what if it's not for the health of the mother? What if a woman goes in and says, you know what? I just, I got a bad headache, and this would just not make my day if I gave birth to this child on the day that, that he or she is due. Um, would you think that's wrong? And they, they, 
you could see them hesitating because they're trying to. Well, they're looking they, to the left and right. Is this, uh, what <laughs> yeah, do we say here? What good do we say point. Here? Good uh, point. Got you. Got to check with Legion here. Right. Hey, and, Lucifer. Hey, Satan. What do we do here? <laughs> what? Yeah. What if they're using the mental health exception as an, a, a pretext? Right. I mean, do you agree with me that it can be abused, or are you so confident that that all these abortion doctors will say, "No, no, ma'am, we, you, I'm not going to perform an abortion on you because I just don't believe you that this would mentally impact you or you know, that it hurt your health in any way, shape, or form." Uh, P.S. Never mind that that this is not really an issue in, in today's you know 21st century hospitals, at least in America. Uh, it, it just it's nothing, but it's like this fanciful, this fantastical exception that they put in their own heads it just ain't so right and there and there, and it's it's beyond that as well they, there are many other issues of course that they just want to forget so another example is the immigration issues right that suddenly uh you know having demanded a wall themselves by the you know joe biden himself i mean it's just I, you know the beauty of having somebody a democrat is who's that old right is that he's got this enormous amount of history i mean ocasio cortez to the extent that she continues on she's only what 29 right and and so she has a very limited history of stupid things that she said now mind you i she's very prolific in her stupidity yeah her stupidity is I some mean, of the best stupidity right. we've ever some of the smartest stupidity right. with genius stupidity right. right but it's only a year not 30 so she is accomplished in <laughs> one year what it take, it's taken Democrats a lifetime to achieve. It's like, and I'm sure they're very jealous of this. But anyway, getting, get, I don't want to get too far afield of that. The point is the immigration thing. So Joe, Joe Biden has been on record very adamantly. We've got to build this wall. All right, let's forget about that. Right? <laughs> reset. Yeah, it's a reset. <laughs> That's right. You know, it's been it's been argued before. It's been tried before, and yet they present it as though it's a new thing. It's it's really quite amazing when you think about it. Likewise with sexuality. This is in my book, my upcoming book, Rise of the Sex Machines, where people think about sex. Uh, I mean, the famous expression goes, every generation thinks it's the first to discover sex, right? And there's some truth to that. They, they literally think that they're the first ones. And then they want to try all sorts of new things, uh, bed hopping, generally speaking, but uh, whatever, um, Polyamory, polygamy. What's the, what's the big deal with polygamy? What's the big deal with gay sex? So what's the big deal with gay marriage, more particularly? I should say, what's the big deal about uh, you know? It's, and it's coming along, by the way. The um, uh, God forbid the the pedophilia stuff. That they're really pushing that to mainstream that. They're not calling it pedophilia. They're calling it uh, age gap something. Yeah, right? age age gap appropriateness or something. Yeah, some, something. Yeah, remember something I with said the words, that article a couple weeks ago. I know, that's what they, I'm referring they, to. The psychological movement, just like with the gay movement, is now sanitizing yes, it's the all act sanitized. so it oh, can yeah, become, you know, have a Latin last uh, suffix to it. Right. So, so, and now, by the way, they're also talking about, you know, they, they talk about, you know, heterosexual, you know, vaginal sex as... Just one of the many things you can undertake, and they're all equal. They're all equally good, and there's all there's nothing preferable about you know a heterosexual uh, vaginal sex, and I say that specifically uh, compared to anal sex and oral sex and group sex, you and know, skull sex and ear sex, whatever, and yeah. eye sex, and yeah, whatever. It's it, it, it right. It's it's they 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 have no. They'll say it in passing, and they'll say you know just use condoms for everything. They don't say, for example, that, you know, anal sex is far more risky. It is. It just is. You don't have to like it, but I'm not going to pretend that it's just as risky or just as unrisky as heterosexual uh, vaginal sex. You cannot, the, the, the numbers don't lie. You, you can say that's not PC. I don't give a crap. But those are facts. Okay. And yet the CDC itself, the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, the one that is supposed to be protecting us from this is presenting this as a use condoms and all and doesn't at, at, at any point say that this is more risky behavior versus that. Oh, I, I disagree. Uh, vehemently. I, I've seen their stuff and it says you have to be cautious with penis to vaginal sex because it might result in the risk of pregnancy. They call pregnancy <laughs> right, so a you risk. Being, you, you are being farcical. I, I get that. And, and, and what I love about it is they call it anal to uh, so penile to anal, mouth to penile, uh, you know, mouth to um, uh, vagina, and penile to vagina sex. Like, like it's just, you know, one of the many Puzzle things. Pieces. It's many things you can yeah. do. Yeah. Anyway, so 
the, why do I bring all this up? Is because they think that they're, this is the first time they're talking about these things. Yeah. They're, they're breaking through and trying a new thing. Never mind that it's been happening for generations and generations, and it happened rampantly during the Roman times, during the Greek times, and far worse, by the way, during those days. And they're, they're talking about it as if it never happened before. This is, this is the hubris they have. I would say short-term memory, like like the guy, Mr. Short-Term Memory, but they, they just don't have they, – they don't think it even happened before. Yeah, well, they, they literally think – Yes. They, at least with Mr. Short-Term Memory, yeah. you could say, I don't know if you remember this. Obviously, you don't, sir, but you actually met Mr. Tony Randall a little while ago, and um, just, I'm reminding you that you did meet me. And then he would say, oh, you know, I've got a problem. Like uh, – what's her name uh, from the, the – um, Finding Nemo, Dory, right? Yeah. Like Dory, she, oh yeah, I have a memory problem. She, at least she knows she has a memory problem, right? But no, they're like Dory. That's maybe, maybe even a better example, more uh, recent example. They're like Dory, but Dory knew, knows that she has a short-term memory problem. The Democrats don't know that they have a short-term memory problem. Well, don't they also have a long-term memory problem, well, too? Yeah, yeah. Don't, let's not go there. I'm sorry. Not... I'm so, sorry. Sorry. It, it is yeah. long-term memory. Both of these yeah. things but are... But it's long-term memory if you don't understand the word sodomy came from the place Sodom in the Bible. Of course. Right? Of course. Duh. Oh, the, this but, is old. But they're changing that. They're not calling it sodomy anymore. They're calling it penile to anal sex. Right. Right? And, or, or just anal sex. Or even getting rid of the anal. Now it's because of the trans movement, front hole, rear hole. Right? Oh, yes. So it's Penile the rear hole, penile the front hole. They're also front hole, the rear hole, yeah. the rear hole, the front. It's like a musical. I would say it's a rose by any other name, but my friends, an anus is not a rose. Did <laughs> okay. you just have to use rose and the word but even as a I know that's my point. You well, don't I mean, listen. What, a, what an amazing play on words. Example six hundred and forty one of when Ari David doesn't listen, doesn't I listen I was to Barack commenting Larry. on what I heard. It was so brilliant. Well, if you heard it, you would say it's a rose by I would say it's a rose by any other name, but I don't want to make that comparison. And then you said uh, how could you make that comparison? Like, what? Not what is it about you didn't you, listen to? I said, isn't it? You know, this is being recorded, right, Ari? Yeah. Okay, so people can back Rose up. Rose and butt. Yeah, that's right. Those are both ass terms. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> uh, I worry about Ari David. I do. I do. I, and yet we that's love him. That's why you have me here for this hour. We love so him. you can keep an eye on me for, <laughs> you know, one hour a week. <laughs> The other how many hours a week? Well, you have to hope I'm sleeping and doing some other non-destructive As things. usual, R. David, you are my raging ying to my sobering yang. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I, it's from a line from The Simpsons. I always liked it. All right. So, <laughs> but I'll take the credit for it somehow. All right. So you see what's going on, though. You know, every issue that they present as important, whether it's the minimum wage, for example. You, you think that wasn't tried before? Okay. It, it was tried. And it always failed. Right, you, if, if preferences, right, and they they think like affirmative action, you know that let's let's give more affirmative action. And never mind that it's been tried since 1963, 1964, and, it, and nothing has changed. It's not you can't point to affirmative action and say, "Wow, a lot of good that did." It it did not. We we know that actually regressed the black population, if anything. Um, and, and likewise with handouts, handouts never yeah, have welfare, worked. Welfare, minimum wage, unemployment, yeah. uh, you know, lane diets, uh, programs. Hilarious new thing um, a couple of days ago. New story. L.A.'s homeless population in one year has skyrocketed oh, yes. 16%. Yes. And an L.A. County bureaucrat says, well, we just passed a law two years ago to help the homeless. But and we helped them, but these are new homeless. Right. Yeah. Ignoring that, maybe that was a draw. That's right. Maybe that was like opening a new ride at Disneyland, saying, "Well, all the people at Disneyland got to go on this ride, but there are all these new people who haven't, who just showed up." Right. That's no, just so absurd. I mean, it, of course. So, so then their answer is, you know, you know, Mr. Short-Term Memory comes back into play, or Dory comes back into play. You know something? Let's build some homes for the homeless. That'll solve the problem. So they're going to continue doing it, which of course only creates the vicious cycle. Likewise, uh, the whole thing with teachers' unions and and teachers, right? Well, you know what the answer is? We should pay the teachers more. Yeah. Then you know, and we should pass another bond to or another tax that gives more to the schools. Oh, I like that. I like the sound of that. That'll be great. That'll improve our schools quite a bit. You you understand that they, they say this every single year. 
not, not just every single election cycle. They say every single year. One way or the other, they're going to pass yet another bond, and that will fix the problem of our broken schools. Right? Yeah, and magically the schools just keep getting worse. <laughs> hmm, maybe we should unpass the bonds. Well, maybe if, I'm not going, I'm just right, giving examples right, every, of how... Right, every time. I know, how yeah. they forget that they had proposed this just a little while ago. I mean, you know, you know who knows this really well, who understands this, you know, sadly in a very uh, uh, injurious way, is Israel. Israel thought in um, 2005, and even before that in 2002, I believe, it pulled out of southern Lebanon altogether. There was a buffer zone between uh, Lebanon and Israel, and the Israeli army occupied that area to make sure that Hezbollah did not launch rockets. At least it made it more difficult. Into the Israeli homeland. Right, exactly So the rockets would attack military installations in this annexed buffer zone. It, It just... Deprived the Hezbollah of a lot of target. Okay, they could still right. get into Israel proper, but nevertheless, it was just a buffer zone. It was smart, um, and so Hezbollah said, "Well, you know, we're, the reason why we're attacking you is because you're in this buffer zone." So Israel eventually, uh, through uh, Ehud, Ehud Barak, said, uh, "You know what? We're going to take away their excuse. We're just going to withdraw from southern Lebanon." Okay, uh, and how did Hezbollah respond? They brought themselves right to the border with Israel, and now they're launching rockets right from the border from Israel. And, of course, the world forgot that the reason why uh, we pulled out of this is to take away that excuse. Well, of course, now they—do you think Israel got any credit for that? Zero. No. no. Then, uh, repeating the same mistake, Israel withdraws from Gaza in 2005— uh, and this was, I think, the biggest mistake of Ariel Sharon, who was such a brilliant general, who was, uh, to whom Israel owes virtually its existence. And yet he made this really stupid decision. Yeah, he went soft in his old age. Yeah, it he happens. did. He Promise thought, me that won't happen to you. It will not happen to me. So uh, he pulled out of Gaza and, you know, thinking, okay, well, the world will love us now. And now look what happens, right? We've had three, maybe four wars with Gaza, and to say nothing of the routine uh, launching of missiles from Gaza into Israel. And no one talks about the fact of this gracious move that Israel did unilaterally. And now, now they want Israel to unilaterally move out of the West Bank, and all things will be good, and we'll have a nice, peaceful, two-state solution. And and isn't that great? Of course, you know, Israel's not going to be fooled a third time, okay? Not a third time. So they also wanted to do, you know, to withdraw from the Golan Heights. Thank, thankfully, that's not the situation. Is the Golan Heights have now been fully annexed into Israel? Thank God. All right. Anyway, the point is, everything is is forgotten in history. The the, the Democrats will forget their own positions that you can point out to them. Hey, dude, six months ago you, you were for the notion, and you said how ridiculous it was to have voter. Uh, to, to not require IDs for voting. You thought that was absurd, and you were right. And now, when I bring it up to you, you, you call me a racist for requiring it? And, and you're without any evidence, by the way, that either I'm racist or that the policy itself has racist implications. You have no basis for this at all, and yet you continue to do it. My Democrat friends, you are nothing but Dory from the, the movie Finding Nemo. That's it. That's who you are. But at least Dory acknowledged that she had the problem. You guys don't. I'm Barack Lurie. Thanks for listening. We'll talk with you next week. 